hello and welcome to today's episode of Topical Brainstorm. I'm your host, Garrett. Um, I have my co-host with me, Christian. Christian, how are you today? I'm good. Host Garrett, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. It's been a while, man. It has. That is true. Yeah. I, uh, I had some technical issues with my microphone, but uh, they sent me in a new one, and uh, hopefully it works. It sounds way better, let me tell you. It does. The little bars still aren't as big as your bars, but... Uh, really? On my screen, yours are bigger. Oh, well... Huh. It's I guess on my screen yours are bigger, so hopefully that's hopefully that's a good sign. Hopefully it works. Yeah. yeah, it should be good. How's your week been, man? It's been pretty good. It was my wife's birthday yesterday. Oh. So uh did you text her? Oh shoot, no. <laughs> I'll I'll text her right now. All right. <laughs> is she is she at work? She is at work. She absolutely loves her birthday. Like more than oh, any yeah. person I've ever met <laughs> besides a child. So it's pretty fun. And uh, that was good. And uh, went up on the hunt with her family last weekend. And yeah. Did you get good. anything? Um, I, I wasn't hunting. My father-in-law, he got an elk right after we left. Oh, <laughs> nice. Sunday oh. night. So Good. <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully he gives you some of the meat. I'm sure we still have some from last year, I think, in our freezer. So we better mm. eat that and we'll get some more, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, elk is pretty good. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, uh, it's not beef, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> anyway, um, still going through the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. This chapter this week is on remembering people's names. And uh, it's the next chapter in the section of six things to do to make people like you. What do you think about this chapter, Garrett? Honestly, I thought it was really good. Uh, there's a lot of power in remembering people's names. Um, there's a, a few times. So as I was reading this, it really stuck out to me that I've been helping people at work. And when I wear my name tag, sometimes they address me by my name mm-hmm. and it makes me feel really good. And I'm like, how'd they know my name? And I look down and I'm wearing my name tag and I, I can't believe I, it never clicked for me that, that there's real power in remembering someone's name like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I kind of cheated with this because I picked up this book about two years ago. Oh yeah, and I flipped to a random chapter, and this was the chapter I read, mm. and I was like, "That's common sense." But then I thought about it, and I was like, "I could do way better about that." Because I hate when when you meet somebody and then you meet them again a week later, and they remember your name and you don't know yeah. their name. That's like a terrible feeling, dude. I got the funniest <clears throat> story for you about that. <laughs> so there's a house of of attractive women that live across the street from me. And I, I mean, hopefully they don't ever listen to this, but they all know about it. So they very possibly could. Uh, but there's one of them. I won't use any other names, but there's one of them that's like pretty cute. And I definitely would not mind like taking her out, you know, mm-hmm. and 
I met her at the beginning of the summer when she moved into that house. And then about a week or two later, I went over there just to say hi. They were all outside. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll walk over there. And I spent a lot of time with them. Um, but for some reason on that particular day, I could not remember her name. And like, I was, I asked someone like, oh, who lives in, in, in the house again? And then me being me started to name them all. And then I got to like, and I was pointing at them as I was like naming them. And then I got to her and I was like, oh my gosh, like I totally forgot her name. And she just kind of stared at me and she's like, come on, Garrett. And she said my name and I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, it was really funny, but I felt so bad. Yeah. I don't think it's a huge deal, you know, but no. I, I agree with you. It feels bad when someone can do that and you don't know their own, that you don't know their name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So two years ago when I read this book, I read this chapter and I was like, I'm going to be the guy who always knows people's names and I'm, I can make them feel bad because they don't know my name. <laughs> <clears throat> not like, not like in a, in a vengeful uh, attitude, but just, uh, I wanted to know everybody's name because I felt like that guy's usually pretty likable. So yeah, no, that's true. And I, I don't know exactly what I did, but I just decided whenever I heard someone's name, I would, I would really like take five seconds and think about it, you know, instead of yeah. just be like, Oh cool. And where are you from? I would like try to focus on it and it helped a ton. And I, I feel like the last, like the last two years I was able to kind of make that a habit where I remembered people's names um, a lot better. And I feel like it was a positive thing in my, uh, in my ability to win friends. Yeah. Uh, and um, Dale gives a lot of examples in this chapter of people who have become su successful um, in large part because they can remember people's names. Um, I feel like if you, I don't think it's actually remembering the names that makes someone successful. It's when someone takes the time to remember someone's name because that's where the effort is. It's not the, the fact that you remember. It's the fact that you're willing to go out of your way um, and validate that person by remembering their name. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I think it does. I, I liked um, one story. I think it was the last story he, he um, told in this chapter. He talked about a lunch lady. I think it was just at his office. I don't even know if he was telling the story from his his point of view or somebody it, else's. It was it was somebody else's point of view. The lunch lady's name was Eunice. Eunice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that story. Um, basically, everyone seemed grumpy. She seemed grumpy. She would give him like the bare minimum, you know, like a few potato chips, one piece of lettuce on his burger or whatever it was. Um. And then one day he saw her name tag and he decided the next day to greet her with a big smile and, and, um, um, use her name. Um, and the very day he did that, she loaded up his plate with potato chips and, and, uh, all sorts of toppings and stuff. And she seemed way happy. Um, yeah. just, a, just a small example of how powerful it is to, to use someone's name. Yeah. It's funny. Cause, um, Right after we 
I, I have a lot of examples of me forgetting people's names, <laughs> <laughs> which is unfortunate, or not just flat out not knowing their name. Uh, the other the other day, I called someone at work, and they had a like a unisex name, you know. Uh-huh. And I totally thought I was talking to a man, and I totally thought that it was supposed to be his wife that the that I was supposed to be talking to. Oh. And he told me he even told me twice. I just didn't hear him the first time because the phone like cut out and was muffled that it was him and not his wife. So, and the second time he told me, I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> like uh, it was the day after I read the chapter, and I was like, "Oh man, I am not doing well." <laughs> <laughs> well, you got room to improve. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. It, it's it's cool though because he talks about like if you if you remember someone's name and if you can spell their name, you you put yourself at a huge advantage, which is very true. People spell my name wrong all the time. It's got it's Garrett with one R and one T, and uh-huh. it used to bother me a lot just because I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Why do people always put two T's or two R's in there? It makes no sense. It's way shorter to just put one R and one <laughs> T in there. Um, and it used to bother me a lot. Um, and the older I get, the less it bothers me. I guess probably I hope hope because of maturity. I don't know exactly why. And maybe it's just because I've accepted the fact that uh, it's always going to happen. But when it does happen that it's spelled right, it like I automatically gain respect for that person, you know, like, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. I didn't realize I, I do that, but I definitely do. Yeah, um, I've definitely gone to plenty of fast food restaurants with you, Garrett, and uh when you give your name, you know, for the order, I've never seen it spelled correctly on the receipt. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I definitely never would have guessed that was how you spelled your name. I've just never seen it spelled with only one R and only one T. Yeah. You know, it saved me a lot of time over the years writing my name down on paper. <laughs> That's fair. You got a short name. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like You got what, eight letters total? First, first and That's last, not. yeah. I've got nine in my first name alone so yeah that sucks (laughs) um yeah that's fair though i there was uh in high school there was this kid on my cross-country team named jared cable and he won pretty much every race he ran in by our senior junior year because he was very fast so they'd always have to announce his name right and they always said it jared capel like no one got it right and he was always he was always just like it's not Capel, it's Capel. Um, I mean, he wasn't like that angry. I'm exaggerating. He was yeah. a good dude, but uh, he'd, he'd be like, no one ever gets it right. And I'm sure it would have been cool if someone had once said it right. I'm sure he would have appreciated it. Oh, I'm sure he would have as well. <laughs> Jared seems like the type of man that would appreciate that. Oh, yeah. You met him once, right? Once or twice. I, I've met him a few times. I had a class with him. Oh, yeah. He was... Uh, He's a funny dude. He is. He's a smart guy. <laughs> oh, he's super smart. Yeah. Smart yeah. and fast. Um, yeah, this chapter was full of gems, dude. A lot of stories. Talked about Franklin D. Roosevelt, who, in my opinion, is one of the um, destroyers of America. But that aside, I'm just going off of policy here. 
Um, he's a big reason why we have the debt that we have. Not totally, but a big reason. If you don't know, he's the one that introduced Social Security into mm. existence. Yeah, I learned that once. Yeah, just this. Not a huge fan of it. I think people should be able to plan and provide for themselves when they get old. But that's just my thinking. Um, anyway, apparently he was really good with people. He um, always remembered people's names. He uh, There's a story about when a mechanic and a... Uh, I, I I think it was two mechanics. They came to his uh, to the White House to give them give him his new Chrysler that they had made for him. Mm. He was in a wheelchair, so he couldn't drive a, a regular car. And they set up these they set it up so he could drive it with his hands only. And he just did a really good job of letting people um, know he was interested in what what they had to show him and what he was talking about. He let them know that. Um, you know, in a polite, non-flashy way that he had stayed half an hour extra and kept other people waiting because he had enjoyed talking to them so much. And then he remembered the the name of the mechanic that he had only heard once. And I thought that was really cool and really impressive, really. Mm-hmm. I agree. That is uh, taking name remembering... Um, to the next level, I feel like that would be hard to do. Yeah. Especially, I'm sure the president meets a lot of people. He's got a lot of people to remember. And uh, being able to remember a name like that just quickly and then half an hour later or however long it was, be able to say it back. That's impressive. I agree. Yeah. Super impressive. Um, yeah. Again, people just want to they want to be appreciated and a big part of being appreciated is remembering their freaking name, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I one quote near the end of the chapter again that I really liked. Um I guess it's the majority of the last paragraph, but it says We should be aware of the magic contained in a name and realize that this single item is wholly and completely owned by the person with whom we are dealing and nobody else. The name sets the individual apart. It makes him or her unique among all others. Um, So, yeah, going back to what you just said about people just want to be appreciated and and seen. And uh, I don't know. I don't remember the exact words you just used, but... (laughs) um, (laughs) Using someone's name is, it's a way that, you know, it makes people feel like they're being seen, they're being heard and um, appreciated. And I think if you're able to use someone's name, remember someone's name the first time you meet them, that um, goes even further in helping a person feel appreciated and um, noticed and seen by you. Yeah, I have, so I work in retail and there's a lot of people that come by, come through to pick up their, uh, their stuff. And the ones that I remember their name are, it's, it's kind of cool. It kind of goes both ways. When I remember their name, 
I get excited when they're there and I actually do want to talk to them. So it doesn't just go that that one direction where it makes them feel good when I when you remember their name, but it also puts you in a better mood, which is something I never really noticed until a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'd never I'd never thought about it that way. That makes sense though. Yeah, if you remember someone's name, you you're excited to like prove that you remember their name. You know? Yeah probably helps helps you be more social if you're not feeling super social yeah that's interesting what's what so here's a funny story um there's this guy that comes in i i'm not allowed to say anyone's name and i i won't anyway but um there's this guy that comes in and for about six months he thought my name was gar (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which was the funniest thing so like every time he saw me he would just call me gar and we'd have like a really fun conversation and uh it's um it was just so funny and then he found out my name was garrett and he pulled up one day read my name tag and was like your name's garrett he's like he's like why the hell have you been letting me call you gar for the last six months (laughs) and i was like i'm not gonna lie man i thought it was really funny so i just kept letting you do it (laughs) gar's not even a name i know it kind of it it makes me want to name my kid gar though (laughs) gar jr yeah gary garrett yes gar oh man it was so funny though that is pretty cool. but yeah and uh so i guess what i want to get at with that is you can't take it too personally if someone gets your name wrong uh, if you remember their name you'll be ahead but you'll you'll also be ahead if you don't get uh let yourself get offended when someone forgets your name yeah good point yeah i yeah, there were two kids who lived where we used to live, um, like Brad and uh, shoot. See, I don't even remember these guys' names. There were two guys, Brad and then somebody else. And uh, I always mixed them up and called them the wrong name. Nice. And then like I found out later that I'd called the kid the wrong name. And I was just like, oh, my. Like, I felt like garbage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it felt so bad. But I also, yeah, I think, I'd like to think that it wouldn't really matter when someone calls me the wrong name. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't feel great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that what makes it so cool when you do remember someone's name is the fact that in society, I feel like most normal people realize it's not a big deal to get someone's name wrong. So when you go that extra mile and you do remember someone's name after the first time, um, because it's not a big deal deemed by society, you know, like it makes you feel extra good when someone remembers. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, another example from my life, I actually had a job interview today. Oh, really? Um, and it's it's for this like internship fellowship thing through the University of Utah 
for the next year since I'm doing a year long program there. And, uh, I'm completely, I was completely not qualified for this, this, um, this position. (laughs) Nice. It's like, it's, it's this nonprofit organization that works with like city councils and tries to find solutions to problems in communities. And, and you're supposed to have like nonprofit experience and like, well, I didn't know that when I applied, but they told me that today. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't have any of those things. But, uh, and you know, it's still an interview. I was trying to sell myself in a, in a non, um, cocky way, but yeah, I was being interviewed by a guy named Rob and a woman named Maria. And I was like, if I can just remember their names and say their names a bunch, it's, like, <laughs> it's going to at least give me bonus points. Right. <laughs> nice. So, uh, I, I was trying to apply the principle. Uh, we'll see if I actually get the job. It would be a miracle, but, uh, yeah, if I Rob do, and Maria, huh? if I do get the job, I'm going to give all the credit to this chapter and, uh, as you should, my friend, as you should. That reminds me. So your, your dad who listened to the podcast wanted us to, wanted to follow up or wanted us to follow up on some things. Um, what, what was the first one? First one was um, back in chapter one or two about helping people or like convincing. What was it called? Shoot. I don't remember. That's no good. <laughs> it was about um, helping people or using what. Wow. I don't know how to word it. It was like. I remember it was the like, idea, but. <laughs> it was like showing people what benefits them or how you can get what you want by showing people how it benefits them. I think. Yeah. 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 Mm. Arouse in the other person an eager want. Was yes. Anyway, yes. what we said we'd follow up on is you were going to ask for a raise and try to word it to where it benefits your boss. Yes. How did, how did that go? So I got my raise. Um, it hasn't shown up on my paycheck yet, um, which means I might need to follow up again. But um, it was kind of a weird situation. I didn't use the principle at all. Some weird stuff happened at work, and it honestly um, kind of happened in a, kind of a crappy way where I feel like my boss didn't really see. I feel like he felt kind of manipulated into it, which was kind of weird. I didn't. I didn't even end up asking him. He called me one day, and we talked, had a conversation about some things that had transpired in the pharmacy. And at the end of it, he was like talking to me about behaviors that I was doing that he didn't agree with. And then he gave me a raise at the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird because I was like, I feel like you're rewarding me for the behavior you don't want me to engage in, but I'm going to take it. So thanks. <laughs> um, but I also got a second job, which they don't know about, which is paying me quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. So I might phase out of the pharmacy. We'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. Well, 
So you didn't exactly get to apply the principle, but uh, no. you got your raise. So I did get my raise. Um, hopefully it's on this next uh, pay period. If not, I don't really know how to bring it up, you know, because yesterday something else happened where uh, it wasn't really super good for me. Um, like I made a mistake that was pretty big. So I don't want to be like, hey, remember that raise? <laughs> yeah. That's... But I I might have to. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's a funky situation. The power of having a second job, though, is... And um, I think I mentioned this, mentioned this before. I save a lot of money. Mm. So I have a pretty good stash saved up to where I could I could go without a job and be totally fine. So that kind of offers a lot of freedom in the way I go about things, which is nice. Yeah, that is nice. You don't call yourself G money for nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I do not. <laughs> um, do you still have that envelope that you had for those three years we lived together? that just has G money in Sharpie written on the front and you always had money in it. <laughs> of course, man. It's in my safe. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Hey, I, I don't know if you know this. Oh yeah. I have two safes. You did know that. I had them both when we lived together. Oh yeah. You're uh, your gun safe. And Dude, your little safe. I love things that lock. I don't know why <laughs> I have this weird fast. It's, it's, it's weird, but I love them. Yep. If there's a key to it, I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, everybody's got their things they like, you know? Yeah. Yours are just kind of weird. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, I think the second thing we were supposed to follow up on was if I introduced myself to my coworker. Yes. Um, The new girl. I'm I'm not going to lie. I have yet to have a real good conversation with her, which is a shame. She's a really nice girl. Um, yesterday after I made that mistake, I just got really upset and I didn't really talk to anyone at work today, which is the wrong way to go about things. Um, so follow up with me again. I will do it. (laughs) All right. Um, I will try to be better about following up with things. Yeah. Maybe write it down. (laughs) Do you, do you know this girl's name? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to use it, but I do know her name. Okay, good call. <laughs> All right. Well, there's there's one step in the right direction. Yeah. And she's a nice person. I just wasn't feeling... I haven't been feeling it lately. Mm-hmm. So, which is, again, no way to go about life. I need to do better. Yeah, we all do. That's yeah. why we're uh, doing this podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, going back to the situation where your boss gave you a raise, that kind of reminded me of the story of the pilot that we read a few chapters ago where uh, the guy fueled his jet with the wrong fuel. Yeah. And then he showed that he like appreciated him and trusted him, and he's like, I know you're not going to make that mistake again, so you get to fuel up my more important plane tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it might have been something like that where he – gave you a talking to and gave you a raise and he's hoping that that changes, you know, your behavior. So you don't make that mistake again or don't do that thing that he doesn't like again. Yeah. 
Well, um, yeah, maybe. I can tell you it didn't really feel like that, but <laughs> uh, maybe. It's weird. <laughs> so what I've noticed as well at at work, I'm the... I really am one of the few people that takes responsibility. Uh, so yesterday when I made that mistake, initially I thought it wasn't me. So I told him it wasn't me. And then like five minutes later, I was like, you know what boss? Like I actually did do that. I'm sorry. And then he like laid into me really hard, which is understandable. Like, uh, it's something that I, I know shouldn't happen. And he was just frustrated. And then he actually sent me a text last night and was like, Hey, he, he, it was this, it was a weird apology text kind of where he like, he apologized by going uh, uh, like, he like went around a regular apology and, and an apologized in this roundabout way, which kind of made me feel weird. Like, I don't know. Point is, if you do something wrong, take take credit for it and just uh, do better. Good advice. Yeah, it's all. Uh, but I think the reason why I get laid into, as opposed to other people at work, is because I do take credit for it, and I like don't fight back. I don't like make excuses when I screw up. I screw up. That's just how it is. And that you do open yourself up to more like criticism that way. But if you can take that criticism and actually do something with it, then you're way better off than other people. Yeah. Especially if your coworkers are also making mistakes. Like, yeah. Sounds like that's just a thing that happens in the pharmacy industry. Yeah. You know, it's unavoidable at times. So if no one else is taking blame for anything and you, when it's right, do take the blame, I feel like over time your bosses are going to see that, appreciate it. And, I I think they do. I hope they do. Yeah. If not, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be at that pharmacy forever. I don't want to be. Yeah. So You've been there for a long time, though. Uh, I've been there like four years. Yeah. So... And it's been great. There's just a, uh, yeah, it's been good. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's yeah. been a, it's been a good learning experience, and I've learned a lot. Yeah. A lot of it has been what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but learning is learning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the wise words of Antonio Brown. I'm sure he took this from somebody else, but he's like, you get you get W's and you get L's, like wins and lessons. So, oh, there you go. I thought that was a uh, some wise words from a potentially, well, not potentially, a not so wise man. Time, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he turns his life around because uh, when when I, I first guy. yeah when I first met you you. Not quite idolized, but you had a deep love for that man. <laughs> well, I'll, anyone who's a Steelers fan would get it. <laughs> yeah, no, as I dumb, get it. As, as dumb as as you know, he's done some dumb things, but uh, I'll always I'll always have a soft spot for him. Yeah, 
for sure. Uh, back to the to the book though. There's one person I want to talk about, and that is Andrew Carnegie, and his way and habit of of dealing with people and using their names to. Honestly, this is borderline manipulation, but he uses their name, used their names to get what he want, wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, one example is when he was a kid, I think in Ireland or Scotland or something, he found uh, a female rabbit, but he uh, pretty soon the rabbit had kids and he couldn't feed the rabbits. So to get what he wanted, he told the other kids, that if they helped him collect food for the rabbits, he would name the rabbits after them, mm-hmm. which is freaking genius, man. That is like I don't, I don't think it's manipulation because the the kids wanted that obviously, and that's why they helped him, and they both everyone got what they wanted. But I, you can see how that could easily turn into manipulation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Another thing he did was he owned a steel yard, and um, the purchaser for the, the steel on the Continental Rail, Railroad was named Edgar Thomas. Oh, yeah, Edgar Thomas. So he named his company the Edgar Thomas Steelworks, knowing that Edgar Thomas would buy his steel if he named it after him. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing with uh, with this, with I think his name was George Pullman, mm-hmm. um, who was a co- competing, um, he had a competing company f- making steel uh, box cars or something like that. Yeah. And one day he met with Pullman and was like, "Hey, we're <laughs> we're kind of making butts out of ourselves out of ourselves by we keep cutting the prices and no one's really getting what they want. What if we merged the company um and then we both get what we want and we'll have much higher profits." And Pullman asked him, "Well, what what are you going to name this?" new company and he said of the uh the pullman the pullman palace car company of course and pullman smiled and was like okay let's talk and then they did it and they both became very successful Mm -hmm. yeah i thought that was i thought that was really smart you know yeah i don't know how old he was when that whole rabbit thing went down but um that's genius, you know, for a, yeah. kid, a kid to think of that. Yeah. Like I think of my eight-year-old niece who's very smart, but I could never see her thinking of something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, for sure. That's smart. I, I mean, mean, obviously he's a, he was one of the richest mans on the planet, men on the planet. So <laughs> Richest mans. Richest mans. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I mean, that is so genius to just, and I feel like too many people have so much pride, myself included. I don't know if I could ever name anything I've built after something else or somebody else. Yeah. But after reading this, I think, well, if I can learn to do that, maybe I'll be more successful, you know, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. 
Yeah. Um, that is really interesting. Yeah, you're right. It does show humility. Um, in a sense, I mean, he, he did use it and he still got all the money he would have either way out of it. Right. Yeah. Which, which was his motivation, but, um, he really understood when it comes down to it, the power of, of a name and the, the principle at the end of the chapter that kind of sums it up says, remember that a person's name is, is to that person, the sweetest and most, most important sound in any language. Um, which I mean is maybe a bit of an exaggeration for some people, but I definitely think using people's names has a power um, in getting them to, I mean, to notice you for one thing, but also just lets people feel good. And uh, that in turn benefits you. You know, I actually don't think that that statement isn't, is an exaggeration. I think that society wants us to believe that that's an exaggeration. But for most people, when they hear their name, it makes them feel valued for sure. Um, I mean, it's maybe, I think the people who it doesn't mean the most to are probably the people who become the most successful, if that makes sense. So if my name becomes less important to me and other names become more important to me than my own, that's when you have hit a real barrier or broken through a real barrier to success. Wow. That was deep. Huh. That makes that makes sense. I have thoughts, man. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. Garrett's thoughts. Honestly, a lot of people do not sit down and take time to just think about something. Yeah. And they have all these opinions, and I'm like, well, when was the last time you actually sat down, thought about your opinion, did some research? I don't know, man. True. That is, uh, that's true. Yeah. We, we all spend too much time thinking about ourselves. As, yeah. As opposed to, uh, developing our opinions and beliefs yeah um so i think i want to close with uh you took the first half of this this quote but i like to write down the last sentence or the last paragraph in each chapter so i think i'd like to close with that go for Um, it and you've read half of it already so I'll, i'll just read the whole thing again uh, the name sets the in- the individual apart and makes him or her unique among all others. Uh, the information we are imparting or the request we are making takes on a special importance when we ap- approach the situation with the name of the individual. From the waitress to the senior executive, the name will work magic as we deal with others. Maybe you did say that whole quote. I can't remember. No, you were right. I just said the first part of it. Okay, but, I mean, that's really powerful. If you have a request and from someone and you can't even remember their name, why should they give you what you want? Or maybe sometimes it's what you need, you know? Yeah. I like 
that part about how it takes on a special importance. Um, as we talked about before, people are really just concerned with their own world, you know, what's going on in their life. And to get someone to be concerned about what's going on in your life um, takes some tact. And um, we've talked about a few of those techniques, but using their name is going to have some power in getting a person to listen to you and um, getting a person to want the same thing that you want. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I am good. I don't have anything else to say. I do would like to put in a plug for my other podcast, if that's all right with you. Go for it. So my brother-in-law and I, uh, Nate, um, Nate's my brother-in-law, we started a podcast called Deeper Thinking, where we take topics that either piss us off or that we've heard that, uh, or maybe it's our own opinion um, that might piss others off, and we just put them out there and we debate them and discuss them and we research them. It's really good. It's on Spotify and um, and Apple and pretty much anywhere else. But it's it's a lot of fun. I'm a lot more animated in the, that one. I oh, yeah. yell and scream and uh, have a lot of fun with it. And there's a bleep button. So and, and Garrett loves the bleep button. I've heard. I, so, uh, I do. Yeah, I listened to five minutes of it, and I think I heard the bleep button twice. So twice. Uh, I think there's only three in that episode. So, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. But it was it was interesting. So go uh, check it out. Yeah. Deeper thinking. Deeper thinking. Subscribe, like, subscribe, and like to this one as well. <sighs> You know, it would really help us out. Maybe drop a review. Oh, they can do that? Yeah. It cool. actually surprising. Like, it really helps us. I've heard. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Okay. I think that's it for today then. Um, we'll be back with the next episode about being a good listener and encouraging others to talk about themselves. It's the next uh, principle. All right. See ya. See ya, Garrett. Bye, Christian. (laughs) Bye.